Welcome back. First of all, Happy New Year. I think um, this is our first recording of 2017. And uh, today we have a guest. Her name is Grace, but I'll let her introduce herself and tell us more about herself. Sing it with me, sister. Sing it with me, brother. Sing it with me, father. Sing it with me, brother. But of course, my name is Yada. Uh, podcasting all the way from Dar es Salaam. Together with Marianne. Hi, Zeta, and then hi, Marianne. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back. Yeah. <laughs> back on there, we've put some shows up that we recorded them last year. So. Yeah, so that was a lovely poem, by the way. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Marianne, I'm, in, I'm in London, where it's cold and grey, and um, it's great to have you on the show, Grace. Tell us a little bit about yourself. All right, thank you, and hi, everyone. Um, my name is Grace Pascal Mlemo. I'm a mentor at the Global Back Circle Foundation. And before I tell you a little bit about that, um, I'm also an auditor by profession, and I'm a mother, and I'm a great cook. And I'm based in Nairobi for a couple of years now, but I'm Tanzanian. So what I want to talk about today, it's actually something that has impacted me over the years. And it's been seven years since I joined the team as a mentor. And I've seen lives being transformed and that has also transformed me. And this is something that I want to share. Mm-hmm. And hopefully, you know, someone, an individual, a foundation, an organization, they can pick it up and probably adopt it mm-hmm. and bring a change to our country and other like countries. So yeah. what is Global Give Back Circle? It's a foundation that was started by one lady and just one day she woke up and she decided to bring a change into girls' life. These are girls from poverty background, girls from impoverished families. They have they have the brain, they have the zeal, but they don't have the resources. Yeah, to take them through to completing their studies. So she partnered, actually, yeah, she first approached the Clinton Global Initiative mm-hmm. by the president, ex-president Bill Clinton. Yeah. And they took, it, they took the idea up. They supported her because she needed funds, obviously. And back then she was working with, a, she had a full-time job, I think, at CNN. So she used to travel a lot to Africa, particularly Kenya. So over years, through observations, she saw that there are these girls. And an opportunity the only thing that they lack to take them up to the next milestone. Mm-hmm. So she put a few friends and more people joined and more people joined. And the rest is history. And right now, they have about a thousand girls. A thousand girls only in Kenya. Mm-hmm. But they've moved, out, they've moved out to South Africa. India and China. And what they do is um, they identify girls from communities in the rural areas mm-hmm. and they enroll them into the program and they support them because out there they have partners, they have sponsors, they also have mentors. So depending on your role, how you join the foundation, you take up the responsibility. So if you're a sponsor now, 
you have to give in funds. And these are the funds that are used to sponsor the girl yeah. from high school to university, first degree, second degree, depending on the agreement. And she has, the foundation in general has done wonders. Really transformed the lives of these girls. They have saved them, obviously, from poverty. They have saved them from the unfortunate incidents like FGM, child marriage. They've given them opportunity to progress. And why it's called Global Give Circles is because in the beginning, they join in as beneficiaries. But once they complete their studies, they become benefactors. Okay. So they also mentor other girls and mm -hmm. partake in other activities or responsibilities, for instance. There's some in the advisory council and the implementation team. So in a nutshell, that's what it's all about. How did you stumble upon the mentorship program? Back in 2010, when I was working at KPMG, my former boss back then, he's the one who introduced me to it. Him, he's, he's, he's still a sponsor. You know, depending, okay, there are different organizations that do different things. There are those that give them funds. There are those that provide internships programs for these girls. Once they finish um, university, they go to different organizations and work until they get permanent jobs. And at times, absorbed into the organizations. And we're talking of organizations like KPMG, Deloitte, PwC, here in Kenya, Safari. So him, he had started the inter internship program support for the girls here in Kenya. So, and, you know, he, he just, because he knew me, obviously, he interviewed me and I got a job and I was part of his team. So one day he called me, told me, you look like you can do this. And I asked him what, and he told me about it. Then he told me my wife will tell, will tell you a little bit more about it. And the wife did. And I said, okay. I mean, it was a bit uh, challenging to accept because the mentee is a stranger. He's also a stranger to this girl. And initially, the only means of communication you have is emails, because they take they they take they usually take them through different programs. They have the computer studies and other workshops like leadership and so forth. So they have access, you know, accessing internet and and writing emails. Yeah. So you have to get this girl communicate with her, tell her who you are, mm -hmm. and hopefully she likes you <laughs> and accepts you, and she likes what you tell her. And you know, it's also a challenge to yourself because now you have to you have to be this person who sort of knows it all. Because what you're meant to do is guide her. Okay, she gets she gets her studies from school. She she gets all the skills and everything she needs. But out there in life, what does she know? What doesn't she know? And that's where you step in. Because again, like I said, where they come from, unfortunately, there's not there's not much exposure, and probably the parents. Okay, some, some of those girls are orphans. They don't even have parents. They were raised in orphanage. So, see, they didn't have that person to bring them up. So you sort of become like a role model to them. And I said, okay, let's see how this goes. And seven years down the line, she's, to me, my mentee is like the little sister I never had. It's still going strong. So it sounds like in the beginning, you, you had to find your way with how to be a mentee and and stuff as yes. well, great. I'm interested in what you wish you'd known when, when you first started, like if someone was going to, thinking of, of entering this kind of program as a mentee maybe, like what advice would you have for them? What, what, what did you wish you'd known in the beginning? 
um honestly i wish i joined earlier really yes yes because it had started in 2006 and i knew four years later about it and i would i i see this my mentee the journey we've been through how she's grown how close we've been how much she trusts me and you know she recently graduated from universities with um a degree in quantity surveying and she's doing so i mean immediately she got a job she's doing amazing things and even the other girls are so you 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 think that you know if i'm part of this i know it's not me alone we are about 900 mentors mm-hmm. in the world some um, are doing it virtually and some of us are here we are lucky to have them yes yeah yes so seeing that transformation hearing the stories of the other girls thing i wish i wish i was part of it even before because i've convinced my friends to join i have some friends in tanzania who are doing this from there um, and they are very happy i wish i wish i'd known earlier and um, what do you think it is about the program that makes it so fulfilling for you as a as a mentee as well as you know it sounds like it's a really well set up program maybe or or something i don't know i'm interested what what's what's really good about it because i know some schemes like this maybe don't work so well sometimes and stuff but it sounds like this one's really strong first off it's it's like a family we have um different activities throughout the year like there's one that was initiated by michelle obama it's called educate her yeah it's an initiative it's called educate her and during which we okay of course it's a parade so the other activities we all go you know putting on this t-shirt to say i mentor her i'm a mentee i sponsor her i'm a beneficiary you know so you're able to identify even for those who aren't able to make it because they're far they 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 take part virtually so you see their photos all over it, it okay that's just one i take pride in the success of the entire foundation just as press me alone and and again i go back to the success stories like they, this one girl she's from kenya she was sponsored to go to the American University in Dubai. She did her degree and her master's there. And she was the first black president, student president in that university. And right now, she's, uh, she's the voice of youth in Microsoft. Yeah, I mean, the only, the only difference between us and the girls is opportunity. So I know these as the leaders of tomorrow for sure and you know i think it's it's in the spirit knowing that knowing your background knowing what you've been through and here you are being served a golden opportunity and they yes. take it and go they go all the way and they they, they just accomplished things we have some brilliant kids out there and yeah. they are the change of tomorrow and they go back and i like how it's structured because you finish, you go back, and it sort of has a ripple effect. Someone else will pick it up. They mm-hmm. go to different organizations, they talk to women, and encourage them to join just as mentors and make the difference. So, and then, um, and then it's being handled I mean, all these years, and it's still strong and going. And when you look at the partners, these are big names Microsoft, Clinton Global Initiative. So, you know that this is something serious and they're out there to make a difference and they're still looking up to, to getting more girls into the program. It's sustainable. This is beautiful. But um, you mentioned that you have inspired some of the 
you know some of your friends here in Tanzania to join mm-hmm. the the program so are they doing the program virtually from Tanzania to Kenya or they're doing the program for Tanzania they're doing virtually for Kenya oh okay it's unfortunate that Tanzania is not a beneficiary oh, oh okay so that program yeah. does not exist in Tanzania yet no in Africa uh-huh. South okay. Africa and Kenya so okay, they, so those are the only two beneficiaries in Africa yes in Africa oh, okay yes. so i guess my ah. second question will be what does it take <laughs> to become a mentor <laughs> i think you just have to accept that you have something believe in yourself and just go in you know you're there to guide and show some the way like and you talk about relationships religion everything when they get to that level they trust you because that's the whole essence they're supposed to trust you you yeah because out there there are all manners of things and what they're trying is to keep these girls in the program and make sure that they achieve whatever it is they're meant to academically so in terms of i mean you know yourself and just go in and guide someone like i said personally i just said okay i think i can do this I didn't know what I was required to do. Of course, I had to give them a short profile of myself. And now they paired me up with this stranger. And we took it off from there. Mm. Mm. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting. But it sounds like um, having that a mentor, having, having um, someone you can talk to about all manner of things that you say um, has a real impact on these girls, I think. I think that's really interesting because I think it's something that maybe is it sort of almost sounds simple and yet it seems it sounds like it's having a real a really profound effect. Um yes. I was I was going to ask you what motivates you but it sounds like you're really motivated. <laughs> <laughs> are you going to be so so <laughs> are you are, are you taking on another mentee now or um how how does it work do you stay with the same girl forever or how how, how does it work in the program? I would say if it's not there but if this was part of the program that someone finishes school and now they have to exit mm. I will still keep her cuz she's been my sister mm. I will still yeah. keep her cuz yeah but um fortunately enough they go back into the circle as benefactors so I still have her and she can go ahead and have her own and that sort of becomes my grand mentee if that makes so, sense. So, okay, and then I got it. I've got I'm it. also planning to get another one. I mean, right. I don't think there will ever be enough. So, you, so <laughs> yeah, okay, so she's then mentoring someone else, but you're also still still connected to her. Yeah. Yes, I am. Yes, yes. Yeah, so how young do you, do you, do you take them? Um, when they finish, when they join, join high school, from primary school. And okay, it depends. Like I think it depends whether they have mentors or not. Like I had mine when she had finished high school. Okay. I think you can have them during high school. Yeah. They just write each other letters, you know, just going with her means of communication. Like in our case, we exchanged numbers about two years later. Because they really encourage, you know, writing us to each other because so you're sort of compelled to write detailed information, you know, I'm great, I work here, I do this, I do that, tell me about yourself. They write back and they enjoy that. And then once you think you're building a relationship, you're somewhere, yeah. then if you're comfortable, you can exchange numbers, you can later meet and they can visit you. But 
they they the foundation really insists on fast you know, written communication, written communication. Mm-hmm. She's also in Nairobi. We don't see each other much. We still write to each other. I call her sometimes, you know, I text her. Yeah. Very interesting program. I wish there were more of them, especially in Africa. And especially growing up, you kind of do need that, you know, mentor. You can actually talk to your mom at that age, mm. you know. <laughs> you can talk to your siblings at that age. So you need somehow someone from, you know, from outside that you're not really related to for you to be comfortable. I can only imagine, you know. Yes, yes. In fact, that's what she she's always been saying. She's more comfortable talking to me because... No, I don't have, I'm not her relative, so she's free. Yeah. And yeah, I, I don't come with this preconceived judgment you know, because we are this, we should be like that. I'm just open minded. Okay, tell me, then I can advise you, then, you know, like that. Yes. And as you mentioned, I, I, I too, I also wish, I wish, you know, it was everywhere in Africa because honestly, we need it, especially. When you read this, the, the stories, when you go to the website, globalgivebackcircle.org, mm. you, you, see t- you, you see testimonies, you know, how they saved them from FGM, something like that, marriage at that tender age. It, it really makes a difference in their lives and the things they come and do later. You, you are happy that you know that they were saved. So I know that's something also we are fighting in our country for children, and I understand, I, I know there are individuals who are probably sponsoring children here and there, there's organizations that I wish they would just, there's something that will bring them together and together, I know they can do more and mm. help more, more girls and really to go out in Africa. Yeah, and I think that it's interesting when you talk about what you do as a, as a mentor in this particular program, because actually it sounds like it's like, it's not like really onerous on you in the beginning. It's like you build a relationship slowly. And I think that's really interesting because it, it kind of makes me feel like, oh yeah, I could do that, you know, just as I listen yeah. to you talking about it. I could do that alongside other things I do. It's not like it kind of would take up like my whole life. And, it, and, mm-hmm. and at the same time, I can see how it could be really important to these girls to have that you know, mm-hmm. someone outside of their world and someone mm-hmm. to connect to and maybe be, you know, encouraged by and inspired by and whatever it is. I think it's a really interesting approach to add that to, I guess they're being supported through school as well, through the sponsors. So they've got their, their sort of mm-hmm. financial capacity mm-hmm. to make it where they might not have had it. But then to have that as well in a way that doesn't kind of put, too onerous responsibility on you as a mentor and yet you know sounds really rewarding actually in a way it's it, yeah it's really interesting it really is it really yeah. is well uh, we're gonna ask you what your greatest achievement was i guess i don't know whether you, you know in the context of this well tell us what you think <laughs> <laughs> well, my first greatest achievement was being able to build that relationship uh, yeah, you know, it's easy if you are, it would have been easier if you were children because, you know, in a sense, you like, like you, you like me, we can play together and grow and all like that. But you're too, I'm an adult and this is a young girl and, you know, I'm a stranger, like I said. So having been able to build that and for it to develop to what it is today, that's an achievement to me yeah. personally. But also, I share the achievement of the foundation. 
the achievements, the growth. Like right now, like I said, right now, they have a thousand girls and they want to add them on to 4,000 girls. Right. And, you know, mm-hmm. I know it's going to get there. And having all these partners, all these events, all these key people talking about it, that is something big. Mm-hmm. And I know I'm part of that family, so I share that achievement. And, you know, I'll remain there for mm-hmm. as long as it lasts. Yes. Maybe we, it would also be interesting to know if there's anything about it that you found, like about the process that you found challenging or... The challenge... Um, or that stretched you maybe, I don't know. It was, it was the anxiety I had when I joined. Because, okay, you know, your boss is telling you, I think you should do this. Yeah. <laughs> you, you can't really say no. No, that's so say, right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I can do this. So there's that anxiety. Oh, okay, now do I back out? Do I go in? What will you think of me? Mm. <laughs> I think this is something big. I said, okay. And yeah, he offered to pay for my annual fee because we usually pay annual fee. It's not right. much. Mm. Yeah, it's something small, but it shows commitment, you know. And of course, it helps the foundation. So he told me, I'll pay for your first annual fee. And I said, oh, Lord. Okay. <laughs> Here we go. I'll take it. So, yeah, dealing with that anxiety was quite a challenge. You know, writing my first email, I think I did like about five drafts. Delete, <laughs> write again, have a friend proofread it, read it again, remove this, put this, you know, sending it to the foundation first, waiting. You know, it just felt like I was adopting a baby because they're there waiting for MT. How is she going to be like? Is she like me? You know, my advice and such. And yeah. I would say that was the only challenge after that. Nothing really. Yeah. Nope. And uh, how do you keep that balance, you know, between juggling, between being a mentor, a mother, <laughs> an entrepreneur, <laughs> you know, uh, uh, an eight to five. <laughs> I know. <laughs> well, you sort of adopt it. That's when you realize some things were meant for you because somehow you just have this capacity to do it. Somehow mm. you're able to, okay, it doesn't always, it's not always successful, obviously, but somehow, somewhere, it, it, just, it just flows. Like now, for instance, balancing my, my life, being a mother and all these things, and my mentee, she's become part of my life that I would always remember to call her. Okay, these days it's easier, or sometimes I can write and ask her, hey, you know, how have you been? So, how is this going? How is work going? At the time she was doing internship, so how is it going? So are you ready, you know, once you finish school, start working, send me a CV, I look at it, then, you know, we can work on it and make it better for you to send it out there for job applications and things like that. So, because she's part of my life, she's always on my mind. Yeah, and that's how I'm able, you know, when you think of this, you think of that, you also think of that. That eight to five is there, whether I like it or not, I'll have to think about it. The children are back home, I'll see them when I come home. Mm-hmm. I'll have to attend to them. Entrepreneurship, well, you have to hustle. Somehow you will have to do that. And, you know, it goes. It just goes. Great. So what's your, so what's your entrepreneurship? <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's uh, a lazy question. <laughs> I think I've picked up the Kenyan culture of aggressiveness in a good way. <laughs> everyone is on the move 
yeah. it's true. But doing eight to five and they have things they're doing out there at the same time. Yeah. So personally, um, I have like about two businesses. All right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have because. <laughs> about how everyone that side has business <laughs> yeah <laughs> let me tell you everyone has a business everyone is an in, in an investment group everyone uh-huh. is investing in real estate everyone is investing in you know buying shares and people are doing things i mean yes. you have got to do something if you tell someone oh, i work and that's it it's like yeah. a joke you know <laughs> Unless you have all the money in the world, then you can justify that. But I've jailed in, and that's all. And I also do that. So I have, you know, two businesses. I'm in an investment group that also does investments. The wow. group of friends, yeah, yeah. We, yeah, we started it when we began working together. So you know, yeah. even if you move to other places, I mean, other places of work, we still have it going on. Wow. And yeah, yes. <laughs> and no, there are things, no. other things I do on the side, like hobbies. I write. Both of you are writers. You know that, right? I, I first, I don't really commit to it formally because okay. of these million things that I do. But uh, I write poems. Oh, I've written about seventy something poems. Wow! But then published, <laughs> yeah. and I write short stories. I write articles. I write just my experiences, especially with my youngest son because he's a toddler. Mm-hmm. Boy, he gives me quite a lot to write about it. <laughs> it's a way of me of letting things from my head and relaxing. Just putting down something funny or through an observation. I, I, I mentioned that I'm an auditor. I do a lot of, a lot of writing, like reports and, and so forth. So I don't know, it, it just, it's engraved in me. So I, I just write. I write, I post on LinkedIn, I post on Facebook. Okay, I'm going to check you out. I also have a toddler, <laughs> but, I, but I find it hard to find so much time to write with a toddler. <laughs> <laughs> you sound like you're like sometimes I feel like I I do a lot in my life but you're at Grace you're making me feel like I'm like quite lazy <laughs> oh god you you really got your hands full so when do you relax now I try and get a few hours off on Saturdays mm-hmm. even away from the house like, you know even just go to the salon you just being pampered I don't know spend time with friends that's one way of me relaxing I call it short term because it's very short lived yeah but i try at least once a year i do a solo trip within within kenya or africa or outside africa alone like me and my thoughts and my clothes alone go somewhere you know meet strangers you know for a moment forget about my life yeah 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 wow and yeah, but those two, and of course, writing for me is a little relaxing because, like I said, I upload yeah. things from my head. And yeah, and I read books sometimes when I get time. <laughs> when you're on that trip alone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I don't know when I go on trip, I don't, I don't, I don't, <laughs> I don't exercise my brain. I like, oh, really? Okay. <laughs> you're, you're curious. You have a yeah. brain freeze. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> 
Yes. I think it's quite important, you know, especially for, I would say for women, you know, um, sometimes is. you just yes. have some long, some long time. Yeah. You know, that just right. yes. Away yes. from everything to let your brain breathe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, you need to rejuvenate and come back and <laughs> deal yeah. with the reality. And I think, I think it's really good that I, I once read, I think on Facebook, there's a hotel in Mombasa or Malindi that has created a special package for women who travel solo. Oh, me, me, me time. Maybe I mm-hmm. could go there and you know how I was saying. Someone <laughs> take me to East Africa. Maybe I could do like a crowdfunding or just raid my mm. bank account and go there. <laughs> 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 Truly. It is. I think, I think you know, it's, it's high time people realize that, that. Yeah, not to say that men don't work, but hey, we are here talking about women. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it's, it's very important. <laughs> she is very important. Yes. Absolutely. So what would be, okay, for a person listening to our podcast and they're mm. really, you know, they really love what you're doing and they would like to be part of the, you know, the mentorship program, wherever they are, what do you tell me, whether the, you know, they are part of the, the program, which is in Africa or they are not, what do you tell them? I'll tell them, you know, whether it's this program or it's a different program, but if you want to see, if you want to have an impact, like literally in society or in the world, such are the drives that people should try. Mm. And especially that don't demand much from you. You know, yeah. They just need your time and your dedication. And you, when you see lives being transformed, lives being saved, you know, it will do something. It's those things once you will understand when you get in. There's a way it impacts you personally, and I'm speechless. Because mm, I know, I know the different the different initiatives, but I think, as Marian mentioned, this one is different. It just doesn't give you the financial ability. You have a sister. They call us sisters. Yeah. You have a sister. You know, you have these internship programs. You. It's almost like your life is sorted. And if you just stick to the program and what you're required to do, this is for the girls now, you know, you make it. And yes, being part of that whole story, hearing, like I said, Michelle Obama talking about it, you're like, wow. And I went to work and I told my friends, I'm in that foundation. I'm a mentor. <laughs> and they thought I was joking. I'm like, no, I'm a mentor. Yeah, the same one she's talking about here. I opened the website, they're like, wow, this thing is in Kenya. I'm like, Yes, you can also join. You yes. just find a way to connect with them through their website and you know, they take it up from there. So I would encourage, probably not this alone and probably the other initiatives yeah. that help the society, join. You know, if it's one person who is fighting children, join, support them, give them the funds, give them the support, give them the ability, give them whatever it is they need. Two, three, four, five people. Before you know it, it could be a whole large organization with strong partners behind it. And yeah. it sounds like Grace, you think you know it will be useful for to spread in other countries in Africa. Do you think the foundation, um, the, the this particular foundation, has an intention to spread into other countries or? Definitely yes, but uh, I wouldn't say I don't want to say much on that because I'm sure that's part of the you know something that I'm not involved in, but I have yeah. heard about that. Because yeah. it was Kenya first, 
then mm-hmm. South Africa, then India, then China. Obviously, there are more other countries that probably they want to enroll them into the program. Yeah. Just crossing fingers that Tanzania is one of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm. Or, or maybe perhaps there are other organisations working in Tanzania that are doing some of this stuff, but could maybe take up the mentoring idea. You know, yes. learn from. Because yeah. it sounds like that mentoring um, model is really it is really strong in this and. And, and worth like that other people are learning from as well yes yes it's very true because they, they have this um they have this triangle that they it has it has three lines it has empower capable and selfless Dif- different sponsors come in different sections you have the, the capable you give them the ability to go out there and work how do you do that you eradicate poverty how you educate them you pay for their fees, mm-hmm. they get the education, they get the skills, they go out there, they work, they, they mentor, you know, other girls like them, they go back to their communities. Like now some have become like ambassadors to stop FGM. Mm-hmm. So you're seeing the effects that it has. Then you have Empower, you know, you give them confidence to stand out there, to speak, to go to work, to do, to, to believe that they're actually something, that their past doesn't matter what matters is where they're going and the confidence and the power they should have. Then now the mentor will come in, it's the self, selfless, you know, and I've I, I sacrificed my time, my resources to reach out to you as a mentee. I've tried to create a relationship with you. It has worked. I'm being selfless. You should be too. Go back into the circle and mentor other girls. Interesting. So yeah, that's, that's why it's very important to have all these legs, not just the financial um, ability. So where can, uh, can we find you online? Starting with the program for those who are interested, you know, yeah, and then have a read about are. it. Mm-hmm. Yes, exactly. Well, they can go to their website if they want to read more. About this Remind us, Grace. Remind us what they are. Yeah. Global mm-hmm. Give Back. C I R C L E. .org, yes. Okay. And then they're also on Facebook. They have a page there. They have different information on Twitter and on Instagram as well. Mm-hmm. So okay. they're everywhere on social media. Yes, they can be found. Um, personally, I have a LinkedIn account. I'm not so much of a social media person. I'm more on LinkedIn and Facebook. Oh, it's yeah. been really interesting hearing about the program and talking to you, Grace. Thanks for Thank coming. Absolutely. Very inspiring. Yeah. Thank you. And, you know, thanks to the foundation and everyone who's part of it. Yeah, for making this happen. And thank you too for having given me this chance. You're so welcome. Share. Thanks for coming on the show. And our theme tune over and over was written and performed by Eleanor Brown, who you can find at eleanorbrownmusic.com. <laughs>